It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined today by the pride of Northwestern, former Arizona Cardinal running back Damian Anderson, DA. How are we living on the Wednesday? Uh, we're trying to stay cool, Johnny. I mean, you got a nice beverage in hand. Wish I was with you, but uh, I heard you've been pulling the all dare there at PHNX Studios, man. I, I we talked about it before the show. When I'm here, I like to pimp myself yeah. out multiple shows, force myself onto all the shows, even if they don't want me on them. I'm here, uh, and it's ironic. I'm here alone in studio. It's myself and producer Leah. Um, and missing UDA, missing Frank. Bo is on a much deserved vacation in the Hawaiian Islands. So safe travels mm. to my partner in crime, my better half, Mr. Bo Brock. But Damien, you and I are here to talk a little bit of Arizona Cardinal football here on this Wednesday as we anxiously await the start of NFL training camp. And, you know, Isaiah Simmons is a player that we're going to talk about uh, at length today, in part because for the Arizona Cardinals to be the team we all hope they can be, I, I don't think it's hyperbole to say, Damien, that Isaiah Simmons has to play a big part in their success. Um, and I think the folks at Pro Football Focus would tend to agree. They put out the following graphic uh, this morning. Biggest year three breakout candidates. This is per Mike Renner of Pro Football Focus. And there's a lot of names you'd expect on here. Jerry Judy out in Denver. Um, Kyle Duggar with the Patriots. Brandon Ayuk, former uh, ASU star. And then right in the bottom left-hand corner, Isaiah Simmons, Arizona Cardinal linebacker. And what I do appreciate about this list, it's not, hey, this guy's on the biggest hot seat. It's we think this guy's going to break out. And I, for one, agree with them. I was fully on the uh, Zayvon Collins bandwagon about two or three weeks ago. That has since crashed and burned, Mr. Damien, uh, considering some of the comments he's made. And I'm back on. Mr. Isaiah Simmons bandwagon, as are the folks at Pro Football Focus. DA, what's your prediction this year for Simmons and what the Cardinals are going to get out of the former Clemson Tiger? Well, Johnny, I think it's you know it's paramount that he has position versatility. We know that he's played snaps at inside linebacker, slot corner, you know, edge rusher. He has that ability to confuse defenses, and he has a skill set being that strong and fast to create mismatches. We always talk about that offensively. And I think that everyone knew that there was going to be a learning curve when he came to the NFL because of his size and speed transitioning from college. So I think what we're seeing 
is him getting more and more confident with his ability and and things that 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 are asked of him playing on the outside coming down inside and the more and more you play the game and you get hit and you realize that you're going to be okay i think isaiah simmons is going to continue to have more and more confidence but as i mean as, as we see you know he played 92 percent of the snaps last year 105 tackles he's a guy that needs to be a star on this Arizona Cardinals football team. As you said, Johnny, to win over 10 games, I say nine. You know, Frank, I think, had it, had it at seven. But he has to have a major part in that if the Arizona Cardinals are going to go into the, the postseason. Isaiah Simmons, I think, universally, when the Cardinals drafted him, universally was was beloved by the fans. They loved that pick. Um, and I was I was pretty hot and cold on it. I loved the player. But I thought, tweener, I'm a little bit concerned about it. But universally, that was the last first-round pick. I remember Cardinal fans thinking, we got our guy. We got our guy, pick eight, Isaiah Simmons. And, you know, truth be told, his start to his NFL career hasn't been poor. Uh, I thought he had a really solid year two last year for Vance Joseph in the Cardinal defense. But I think when you're drafted, Damian, in the top ten, and you're passed over, for Tristan Wirfs, or you 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 were selected over a Tristan Wirfs, somebody that the Cardinals were considering, uh, a Makai Becton, a Jedrick Wills, and of course a CeeDee Lamb in the aforementioned Jerry Judy, there are high expectations. And you look at Isaiah's stat line, and you're like, yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player on a good defense. And if Isaiah was a third or a fourth round pick, I think a lot of people would be saying, why doesn't this guy for Arizona? Yeah, oh my God. Not enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. But instead... DA, he, I think he has failed to live up to expectations that he was a transcendent player. He's an athlete, but when we've got question marks entering year three about what's his best position, that's worrisome. To you, Damian, what does Isaiah Simmons have to do to live up to being drafted eighth overall? I mean, he just has to make an impact, Johnny, whether that's getting at the quarterback, getting interceptions, getting sacks. We talked about his position versatility, but that's getting home, you know, getting turnovers, being a leader, getting tackles. But as you mentioned, when you're picked in the top 10, the expectation is to make an impact and be your faces to be on the billboard. It's supposed to rival, you know, that of of Kyler Murray. You know, you're going to be J.J. Watt-esque, and that's, I think, the – the, the long-term plan for a guy like Isaiah Simmons, but we, we got to remember he's playing a lot of positions he's never played before. There's one th- there's one thing that that a guy's an athlete and he's a football player, but there's another thing that, you know, in the game we call paralysis by analysis. If a guy has too much information, too much thinking, he can't play with his athletic ability. So once he gets more and more comfortable, I think that he's going to continue to shine and we'll see him in different type of looks where he could line up maybe over center, outside, obviously in the secondary in place, you know, some inside linebacker. And just to me, it's getting turnovers, sacks, tackles, everything that we expect him to be with that size and that skill set that he has. He has to be an, you know, when healthy, he has to make an impact every time he's on the football field. Yeah. You mentioned it like the splash plays, right? I don't think he's ever going to be that three down impact inside linebacker traditionally, like a Ray Lewis no. or a Brian Erlacher yeah. or somebody like that. I think for the Cardinals in this pick to be successful, I think it's like, can you have five sacks and three interceptions next year? Can you yeah. just can you can you put up plays that make an impact in the game? And I know that sounds cliche, but it's like, can you have plays like you had last year against Dallas when you're having a strip sack late in the game against Dak Prescott to to, to change the course of that game? Jalen Blair in the chat, he just needs more consistency because Agreed. the splash plays are there and they're just not consistent enough. And I would agree with that. I think that just comes with a comfort level. 
But like I, I can tell you right now, a notion that I push back on is well, he he can't be as violent as a player. I love his violent style of play. I love when he lit up Trey Lance at the goal line at the one yard line last year on fourth down. I don't the helmet to helmet stuff you could do without, but it doesn't bother me, DA. Like I yeah. I would rather have somebody like that who I know is not gonna hesitate to to do what needs to be done to get a stop. And if there's a penalty flag that comes with it, whatever. But I the interception in overtime against the Seahawks during his rookie year. I think about that, you know, standing up running backs on the goal line. I want to see him though, DA, and I'd be anxious to get your opinion on this. Why do why do you think he hasn't been asked to rush the quarterback as much? Do you think he doesn't have that skill set? Is that something you can develop over time? Because, you know, frankly, when I watched him at Clemson, he was coming off the edge a lot. Well, I mean, shit, Johnny, when you got J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones, you shouldn't have to have, you know what I mean? You shouldn't have to have Isaiah Simmons rushing the quarterback. I understand what you're talking about in terms of mismatches and opportunities, right? Overwhelm them, and you got a guy just that athletic, right? But I think that what the game has evolved to, and we're seeing multiple receiver sets, the need to have him out there covering guys or making plays and, and running free is more of a, you know, an asset to you than just him potentially maybe getting home where he could get cut or something like that. Well, where they can line him up where the quarterback or the offense, you know, tends to go during those certain situations. So I think he's getting more comfortable at the position, which enables him to play better. And I think that we'll see a continual progression, you know, another year in Vance Joseph's system, another year him getting comfortable, you know, playing all around the field. We're going to see him, you know, hopefully – uh, that turnover that that transitions to making plays and more signature plays as as you spoke about. You know, Jalen mentions in the comment he really doesn't have pass rush moves, but I would say like Buda Baker rushes the passer to success. Like I think that's up to Vance Joseph. Like turn him loose, let him have an opportunity to go after the quarterback, maybe unblocked. Scheme up some plays right. defensively where he's allowed to to penetrate the backfield and to, and to wreak havoc because. Listen, we talk about the Cardinals and their deficiencies defensively and the holes they have. At least with Isaiah Simmons, he he's a he's a known commodity of he's one of our most athletic players. He's incredibly gifted. He's fast as hell. I think better utilization of Isaiah Simmons needs to be said and spoken about uh for this upcoming season. Uh Iluan, can we get that comment back up, Leah? We need that four two five defense where Simmons plays the Derwin-James role and is the tight end eliminator. And I would agree with that. I think, D.A., what we could see with Isaiah Simmons, um, and this is kind of the unfortunate part of the the situation. Well, there's a lot of unfortunate parts with the Jeff Gladney passing. But I think as it relates to the football field and how it could have a trickle-down effect, I think we're going to see Isaiah Simmons play inside backer until obvious passing downs. I think Simmons is then going to move to safety. He's already been working out with the defensive backs during minicamp, then I think we could see somebody like Jalen Thompson slide into nickel corner um, because I, I I do think Jalen can be a little bit of a Tyron Matthew hybrid player. So I, I, I don't have an issue with Simmons playing safety on passing downs. How do you feel about that? No, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. It's a place where he's comfortable and have and has speed and range. So you got that combination. He's, it's a natural fit for him, right? And then he comes back you know, inside for those first and, you know, first and second, second downs. I just see him being put in, in multiple situations. It's it's like a gift and a curse, Johnny, where he's yeah. so talented. He has all this skill set. He's rangy. He's long. He has the ability to do all those things. I mean, he's really built like today's defensive ends, but he has yeah. the ability to run a 4-3. So it's like, where do you put him? Where do you best use him? And you pay guys the money to rush the quarterback, so you don't want to necessarily utilize them. But the game's always – 
circumstantial based, right? Like, so if they know they got a weak side or a, a running back that's poor or a tight end that's poor at blocking for the quarterback, I guarantee you they're going to find opportunities to blitz Isaiah Simmons. I mean, that's what they got scouts. That's what they got uh, advanced scouting. Everyone does is just look for opportunities or blood in the water for defenses, right? F- try and find opportunities like, hey, where can we get this mis- mismatch? Because we talk about it offensively. Defense looks for those same type of opportunities as well. So I expect to see Isaiah moving around a lot. And hopefully, you know, he has that impact like that, that we need, that the Cardinals need, Johnny, because in order to go to the playoffs, given, you know, the loss of players, uh, potential reality of, 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 you know, missing a player or, or, you know, retirement, right? Missing D hop for the first six games, all those things, it's going to take, you know, a, a village, you know, not just one for this team to be successful the long term. And it's going to take players like Isaiah Simmons doing not only a good job, but a great job. Yeah. And I, I think of Isaiah Simmons kind of the on par comp to Kyler Murray offensively, where this team was bottoming out. They were gifted Kyler Murray on offense. He changes the dynamic of how, you know, opposing teams view him and view the Cardinals. And then Simmons, they take him eighth overall, but they said he was a top three player on their board. And he has a chance to be a unicorn S type of player. They said that a unicorn. Um, We haven't seen that come to fruition yet. Uh, I think this year certainly could be the year where his skill set pops. It's third year under Vance Joseph. Um, Leah, could we see that comment uh, real quick? One more time here. This is from uh, brother Numsey. Uh, of course you want to see that comment. Johnny. That's right. <laughs> I am 100% right. It's funny you should mention that, uh, brother. Uh, this is exactly what they're going to do. Um, and again, I think that's the unfortunate part is we're going to see a lot of Nick Vigil, and maybe he'll prove me wrong. But um, I don't mind seeing Isaiah Simmons in the secondary because the Cardinals face a Travis Kelsey, a Darren Waller. They're in a division with Travis Kelsey. They're in a division with big body DK Metcalf. So, um, you know, Isaiah Simmons, his coverage skills should be used. Um, and they should, it should be used often. I mean, let's just not, I don't want to put them in a, in a box necessarily, but I think a lot of the questions the fan base has is, is Vance Joseph, DA, in your opinion, like creative enough to get the most out of Isaiah Simmons, or does that remain to be seen? Can you repeat that one more time, John? You cut out. Yeah. Do you think, do you think Vance Joseph, the DC for the Arizona Cardinals is creative enough to get the most out of Isaiah Simmons? I think he's trying. I mean, I, I think that, as I said, sometimes it's too much information, right? So you don't want to put him in there and he's thinking about down and distance and technique. And he's, he's got a, a myriad of thoughts running through his mind. You just want him to go out there and react, you know, read and react and play with his natural instincts. That's hard to do when you're playing multiple positions. So that's what I'm saying in year three. And that's why pro football focus saw him as, you know, one of a, a breakout star because it's around that time it's coming up, you know, Two, probably on contract, you know, year, right, where they could probably extend them. And three, it's about, okay, this is multiple time in the system. It's an opportunity for you to, to excel. And I think that obviously in the perimeter and the secondary, he'll be successful. He's shown that he can bang and he's only going to get, you know, be playing the trenches, right? You know, sack, you know, be physical and do all those things, make go yard, you know, goal line stance against, you know, opponents. He could do all those things, but we need him like when the when the Cardinals need a turnover, we need him to get yeah. a sack or get an interception to make those signature plays as we talk about the same things with Kyler. And the great I, I think the good thing about it, which people don't really, because unfortunately you got guys like, you know, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, like these guys are hella young, right? They're not that old. They've only been in the league for extended period of time. Kyler, obviously a quarterback, but Isaiah is his 
first real time playing multiple positions in, in the National Football League. The learning curve was going to be there. It shouldn't be three years. It should be, you know, advanced given his, you know, athletic ability and his work with the coaches. But that remains to be seen. And I think that you can only hope and pray that he continues to get better, Johnny, because the, the Cardinals are going to need it. Yeah, they need him big time. I like these comments from Soul Pancakes uh, in the chat. First of one of which being that, you know, Isaiah Simmons, I think this this speaks to how high his ceiling is. I mean, he had 100-plus tackles last year, four forced fumbles and an interception, and we didn't see by far the best version of Isaiah Simmons. So, I mean, that's scary with what he potentially can be. And then I, one of the biggest reasons, if not the biggest reason, I was so staunchly opposed to what Vance Joseph was doing with these younger players and playing, you know, uh, Tanner Vallejo and some of these journeyman players inside, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins may make mistakes. In fact, they will make mistakes, especially as young players in the NFL. But the upside you get, you may you may see them get run over a play or two and they'll be out of position, but the next play, they have the athleticism to go up and get a pass in an interception scenario, right? They can force a fumble. They have that kind of closing speed you need to, to change games. They can change games, and, Simmons and, especially. And Johnny, and, what you're talking about, you need experience for that. You know that's what I mean? right. You, you got to play, yeah, you you play you on the fly. Play you got to play him and you got to get him out there. And a guy like, Z- you know, Zavin, Isaiah, I mean, obviously two physically, athletically gifted players. And you just have to get him out there to get that experience, to to know what to expect, to anticipate, uh, you know, what the offenses are going to do, to know the tendencies on down and distances, all those things that that's just going to come with playing the game and having it, you know, re- repeatedly beat in their heads by their coaches or and or their teammates. But I just, you know, want to go back to something that you said, Johnny, I'm just looking at, um, you know, Isaiah's, you know, plays from last year. You really think that they're going to throw him out there, you know, in the secondary? Because, I mean, he only played in terms of the slot, you know, roughly less than 200 plays in the in the secondary. And mostly, most of his plays were at inside and at edge rusher. I, I think he's going to play a good amount of safety this year on obvious passing downs. I think there's also a potential for them to run a 3-3 uh, with their front seven. Um, and he, he playing one of those outside linebacker roles that then can float on, on, yeah. uh, you know, second and third down yeah. if necessary. I, I, I will give Vance Joseph infinite credit if he can unlock um, Isaiah Simmons ability and, and tailor the defense around him. Kind of like what Cliff Kingsbury did with Kyler Murray in the offense. So I, I think until the Cardinals go out and sign another corner or two, I mean, right now it's really just uh, Josh Jackson, who they signed off the street, who's essentially an unknown second round bust bus from the Packers. Marco Wilson and Byron Murphy, like, I think Isaiah Simmons is going to play safety, and I think Jalen Thompson is going to play nickel corner. Tanner Vallejo was fine, according to Soul Pancakes. Uh, Jordan Hicks had no forced fumbles or INTs. He was second in tackles, was slow to keep up with running backs, and um, lost too many valuable snaps. That means uh, Isaiah with one of our inside backers. And again, it's like that. You can rack up tackles, but are they five to seven yards downfield? Um, brother Numsey, Simmons, Thompson, and Baker, the new Legion of Boom. I agree. I think, yeah, yeah, the the Cardinals have the best group of safeties, uh, in the NFL, in my opinion, with or without Isaiah Simmons joining that group. Um, and I want to remind everybody as we get closer to the NFL season, you can dabble in Isaiah Simmons potentially winning defensive player of the year on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, speaking of DraftKings, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. New customers can bet five bucks on either NHL team tonight to win their game in game four of the Stanley Cup Finals. 
Get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup. Only a few more games to go before hockey season is out the door. And I always consider, Damian, when hockey and basketball are done, football, you can smell the grass right around the corner. Got to be 21 and older, Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Now, one of the benefits... DA of coming into the studio. Number one is it's a plethora of free food that I get to help myself. Mm. Um, some of which I think is other people's, but I take it anyway. And then also we have a plethora of four peaks on tap. Um, I, I busted out this one here, the joy bus. Wow. Wheat, which is my favorite light enough for me to be able to do this show, not heavy enough where I don't feel like I could have a couple more. Um, so I want to remind everybody out there for four peaks, official beer of PHNX. Um, so I want to remind everybody, drink responsibly, must be 21 and over. And DA, I hope you're in studio soon. We can crack a couple of these open on for game sure. day. What do you say? I'd say about 18 of them. For 18. Sure. How many How many could you do in a, in a sitting right now? I mean, I don't know. It, it's one of those where it just has to, we just get, it has just to happen organically. Yeah, it has to happen organically. <laughs> it has to happen organically down there. Our, I'm, I'm, I'm friend, a very texture and taste guy. So yeah. it's got to be the right, you know, the right taste. Got to find my beer. Our friends at CHGO, uh, and I've, I've brought this up a couple times today. I'm asking everybody's opinion. Um, they're at the White Sox game today, and one of their producers is trying to do nine plus nine in nine. I didn't know what this was, if this was a thing. Nine uh, beers, nine hot dogs, and nine innings. Could you do that at a baseball game, at a Diamondbacks game? Nine beers, nine hot, hot dogs in nine yeah. innings. So you got to, sure. you got you think you could do that? For sure. I think the harder of the two would definitely be the hot dogs. I think it's hot enough out. You could pace yourself with the beer. I wouldn't be in good shape. Somebody would have to take my keys and my oh, wallet from me and, yeah. and put me on a leash, but I could do it. The nine hot dogs, though, man, even if they're smaller ballpark hot dogs, I think I'd be I'd be having a tough time. Well, I mean, is it like a Joey Chestnut thing, or is it like just you got to have the bun, too? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. all that. It, you know what I'm it's it's not a loaded hot dog. It's you know no condiments if that's your your choice. But I would my choice would rather be hanging out here and, and drinking a Four Peaks and not that, that watered be, down beer. Yeah, that would be ideal. That would be ideal. Keep this party going in the chat. A lot of good comments here coming in. Everybody, I think. I mean, there there are cardinal draft picks. A lot of people universally dislike, and for good reason. Like Kim Dichi was not a fan favorite. Hassan Reddick early on. A lot of people did not like that pick. Simmons gets a lot of slack and rightfully so number one, cause he's talented number two, because he just, he was pick high and, and Cardinal fans wanted him. And I think that to me, a breakout year for Isaiah Simmons is the next best thing to a breakout year for Kyler Murray for like an MVP campaign. Because I think that even with all of the turnover and, you know, the departures Chandler Jones and company, the uncertainty of can JJ Watt stay healthy, the Cardinals and their fans are going to be able to feel a lot better about this team if number nine balls out. Because then you can say, at least, Damian, we nailed our two first-round picks back-to-back. We hit the hit a home run with Kyler Murray, and then the next year, we doubled down. We got a transcendent defensive playmaker with Isaiah Simmons. I mean, what you hit an Isaiah Simmons. What? How does it set up this franchise for the next decade-plus? Well, I mean, I think it identifies that players could come to Arizona and be successful, right? Because, you know, if they play well, they're going to win games and they're going to get 
paid, right, at the end of the day. And I think that that's what players want security. They want somewhere where they could live and retire. Arizona is a great place. They play in a, a hybrid dome. So it's all the great things, and they reward their players, you know, from what we've seen in the past. And hopefully, you know, that happens with Kyler Murray. But I, I have another question for you, Johnny. Just yeah. given all the uncertainty that, that, that happened, you know, with this team, right, uh, missing a, a DB, potentially the center not playing, and Kyler does not have a deal done, what changes or what offseason moves can – because I know that, that you're in the know, you're locked in. What can Cardinals fans – uh, anticipate happening, you know, throughout this time before training camp starts? Well, it's a great question. We're going to continue to preview it up until training camp, but I can tell you right now, and I get you know, pushback on this. I don't want this to happen. I don't, everything I'm hearing about Rodney Hudson is he's not coming back, that he has told the Cardinals he's, he's going to retire. Um, and I was texting with a buddy of mine the other day and I said, are they trying to, I use the word coax. They're trying to coax Rodney Hudson out of retirement. And the response I got was they're they're past the coach coaxing stage. Like if I if D if if DA t- comes and tells me he's leaving the show, and I try to coax him out of leaving the show, I need DA of course to be a part of this show, and I and I feel like it's all but lost. Like I was watching, you're for done. instance, yeah, you're, you're done. Done. I was watching the Obi Wan finale last night. I don't know if you're a big Star Wars guy, and Obi Wan and Darth Vader are hanging out and he's not trying to convince Darth Vader to come back to the light side. Right. We've passed that point. And I feel like the Cardinals based on what I'm hearing. And again, I might have egg on my face. It wouldn't be the first time Rodney Hudson, I think has played his last game for the Cardinals. That's, that's unfortunate. And I think that's coming and that's going to be a gut punch. And maybe if you're Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell, you want to try to pair that announcement with, Hey, let's defuse. Here's Kyler Murray's new contract. Everything's going to work out. I think we get a Kyler Murray extension in the next month. I think we get a Rodney Hudson retirement announcement. And I think we still get one to two nice mid-level free agency signings, one of which better damn will be at center. Um, So it's going to be up and down. I I think after the Hudson news, though, Damian, I think a lot of people are going to bail on this team nationally. I think people are just going to assume that they've had too much turnover. I mean, you think about it, right? No Chandler Jones, no DeAndre Hopkins, potentially no Rodney Hudson. That's a lot to overcome for any team. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, but the Cardinals do have, which I think that you and I both are high on, Johnny. They do have Kyler Murray, and he's not the typical stand-in-the-pocket, get-hit type of quarterback. You know, I'm going to throw that out there with the caveat, when healthy, he yeah. has the ability to change games. And we've seen this team in certain situations get up, get turnover, turnovers early, and that's what they're going to need to do. We keep, you know, we started the show with talking about Isaiah Simmons. Like he's going to need to be a major factor because of all those reasons that you talked about. No huts, no huts, and no D Hop missing. You know, depth defensively missing a Chandler Jones. You know, and other players like you know Devin Kennard are going to have to step up as well. And yeah. hopefully JJ Watt, you know, takes care of his body and the D tackles play and you know Zayvon Collins put into more of a prevalent role. Like all these. I think what's concerning is that there are a lot of unknowns, right? Like you yeah. go into season by season, you know what guy, this guy's going to do this, this guy's going to do that. I think people would have rather had it where Kyler Murray threw for 300 yards, maybe a, a a touchdown coupled with an interception and still played well. So the following year, you're like, well, he's still a stud, right? But yeah, the Cardinals, you know, simply imploded against the Rams. So there's really a whole bunch of question marks and everybody's like, well, we don't, we don't know. You know, we don't know what this team's going to do. And I think that's an overwhelming feeling. But if you look at their, you know, greater body of work, not just that one game, because there's 
you know, facts and circumstances to everything and that they were beat up. They didn't have these certain guys. And you look at it apples to apples, this team, you know, with Kyler Murray, with D hop coming back game seven with Hollywood Brown. I mean, as we talked about Johnny over and over again, they're heavily leveraged, heavily leveraged offensively and they're going to have to play like it, but they're defensive stars. They got to hit on guys like Isaiah Simmons and he really has to step up in a major way. Well, and I think a lot of people in the chat, people are saying they got to add more defensive players. They got to add corners. I think for better or worse guys, like they're going to play their young guys. They're going to throw a bunch of shit at the wall and they're going to see what sticks like Zach Allen contract year, Byron Murphy contract year, put up or shut up. I think Byron's a great player. Can he ascend into a pro There's bowl? Nothing player. said about Byron. Like I, I mean, know like we, they haven't been. And I mean, he's a young stud, but they're, we were hanging we with Byron at our draft yeah, party. He, yeah. he, Byron looks like he's about 17 years old. Doesn't he? I yes. look like I'm I'm twice as I could be Byron's dad. I, I Byron looks so young. He's I think he's well, he's one of the youngest for sure. For sure the must, yes, this, the mustache. This mustache. Sure. Um, I, he was one of the youngest players to come out in that draft along with Kyler Murray. So, like, are we just? I think we might be at a point where, and I'm guilty of this too. Prisoner of the moment. The NFL changes so much year to year. You can overturn your roster in a single off season. But da, like, do we need to have more patience with these young guys? You play in the NFL. And it's like, could Byron Murphy and Isaiah Simmons just like peak this year and or next year? Could could it take three or four years, or is it like first practice? You know, well, well I think that I think first practice usually you know like being drafted that high, right, Johnny? First yeah. practice you could see the athleticism, you can see the speed, and just instincts from guys that are going to be you know studs, whether they you know can go out there and hit the hardest of uh, of the hardest, but you could just tell that they're athletes, right? And I'm assuming guys like Byron, just technique-wise, Isaiah in terms of size and speed, just wow people just based on their ability to, to do those things. But I do think that the card – I mean, we live in a microwave society where everybody we wants do. instant gratification, right? Micah Parsons is like one of the best yeah. defensive players in the yeah. NFL, and, yeah. and, and, it, and he's got one year in the league, and Zayvon Collins can't, can't get on the field. That's concerning well, to me. Yeah, I mean, because that, that's only natural. That's only natural for us as fans, as, as people, is to compare, right? Like, well, this guy's doing this. Well, there's a reason why this guy went where he went and Xavier right. Collins, you know, went where he went. I mean, some, but as you know, Johnny, it's always a crapshoot. You never know. I mean, just think about it, you know, you know, looking at my notes, guys like Antrell Roll, you know, or who was a corner, end up playing safety yep. for the Arizona Cardinals. And there was a lot of disgruntled fans because you use that money and then you put him at, Safety, you know, when you're giving them corner money. So it's happened in the past. I, DJ Humphreys, I, I would put in that group yeah, as well. Yes, DJ Humphreys. I, I like the talent that they have, but I think that there's so many question marks in, I mean, you, you can't say prime positions because every position is a prime position, right? There's in the National Football League, but I like the talent that they have on both sides of the football. Like I said, we've been doing all this talking and barely even talked about By- Byron Murphy, you know, leading, you know, leading up to today. And I mean, he's just a young stud that can make, you know, who has shown he could continuously make him plays. And that just brings me to my next point. Like, I love the vibe of this defense, the young talent, guys like Buda Baker leading it, guys like Byron Murphy. You see the words in, in the quotes from guys like Isaiah Simmons and, Zay- you know, mostly Isaiah Simmons that, where they're at and where they want to be. They want to be leaders. They want to change the game. So if you're going to talk a big, you know, big game, you got to walk a big game. And he's done that, you know, throughout his obviously collegiate career. And now in coming in year three, he has to do that in his NFL career. I'm just at the point with, with Vance Joseph. And we had another comment from Jalen comparing 
Micah Parsons situation with what happened in Dallas. They jet setted uh, a veteran to give Micah Parsons every opportunity to succeed. Like, hey, Vance, just I, I don't I'm at the point I don't care what the production is, partially because I'm confident in these guys' ability to to produce. I want to see Zaven and Isaiah play 90% of the snaps um, and let the chips fall where they may. And I think we're kind of trending that way. We're certainly trending that way with some of these cornerbacks that people have concerns about. Like, for better or worse, it's going to be Marco Wilson and Byron Murphy this year. And I think they're going to produce. I, I want to see that same approach taken at linebacker, but, you know, for whatever reason, that is Vance Joseph's baby. And so when I get frustrated with the situation at linebacker and the playing time that's divvied out, I like to pop an OGs. OGs just launched the first ever limited seasonal flavor, Pina Colada, one of my faves, one of my favorites, a perfect pineapple, creamy coconut blend that's just in time for those summer road trips. Don't take OGs and then go drive, though. And pool parties, that's a better place to pop an OG. And speaking of pool parties, ladies and gentlemen, OGs is taking over the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale this Saturday, June 25th. I will be in attendance. Some of my PHNX cohorts are going to be there. It's going to be a good time, a responsible time. Be sure to say what's up to us. We're going to have a blast. Uh, we can talk Cardinal football. Come up. Let's hang out. Again, that is this Saturday at the Maya Day Spa, or excuse me, the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale. Uh, check out OGs online, ogbrands.com on Instagram, at OGs. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Great stuff. you got to be 21 and older to purchase be responsible. Also be responsible. Go get a COVID vaccine. You can get them right now. Screenshots presented by the Arizona Department of Health. The vaccine's free. It's for everybody five and older. Those 12 and older are now eligible for a booster. I may or may not be driving cross country with my family. A lot of rest stops, a lot of hotels. We're going to be vaccinated just to protect ourselves. And we got a ton of fun stuff planned for PHNX Cardinals our second season this year, tailgates events. We're going to Mexico City. We're going to have a blast. I want you guys to come. Come be a part of this. But I want you to be vaccinated too. So we're all protected from uh, this um, terrible situ situation with COVID. Um, so yeah, go get your free uh, vaccine or booster right now. Again, visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to UBs. Everybody go and evaluate Johnny's beer chugging skills for yourself Practice makes perfect. Bees alluding to the fact that we're going to be hanging out this Saturday. I don't know if I'm going to be chugging beers or not. What I can tell you is I called in a lot of favors to attend this OG's event, mm. Damien. You ever do that? Yeah, those of you with kids out there, you want to go to an event. You want to have some fun with, you know, family, friends, whatever. But you got some little ones at the house. So, you know, I had to build up what we like to call some credits, right? Had to build up credits at bad yeah, bedtime, equity. bath time. Equity, yeah. Yeah, equity. right? Yeah, so for sure. I am you know, ready take, to cash. Take the, take the car with no AC out to go get, you know, groceries. I got my AC fixed. I got, oh, I got, nice. I, I, uh, I made the plunge. Right. I spent the 1700 bucks. I got the AC fixed. It only took a couple triple digit days. Me driving to the gym, uh, shameless flex there, uh, to, to want to get my, uh, air conditioning fixed. But yeah. Okay. So we're going to be hanging out this Saturday. Dia, you going to stop by? I don't know, bro. You got to get some more favors in. You got to get yeah, some more yeah. credits. I got to put some equity. Some put put some equity. Only if you're going to get... be only only if you're going to be there and you chug a beer, Johnny. Ah, uh, well, we, we can all dream, right? I'm dreaming about it. Isaiah Simmons All Pro season. B says sounds like it will be a fun event. It will be. 
We're all going to okay. have a good time, and we're going to do it responsibly. Here at PHNX, I want to remind everybody, check out gophnx.com. For the very latest, we are one day away from the NBA draft. Is DA going to be a member of the Phoenix Suns this time tomorrow? Check out Gerald Borgay and his tremendous content and insight. We got a draft special tomorrow. Lindsay, Saul, Espo, Gerald, all live in studio. I think they're going to be live for like five hours. Lindsay's talking about ordering Chinese food and ice cream. You're going to want to tune into that for the NBA draft show. I know I'll be tuned in, but in the meantime, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. We will be back tomorrow. For Damian Anderson, I'm Johnny Venerable. We will see you manana. Peace, everybody.